AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, it's Anissa Ferreira, real world Chicago alumni and 16-time challenger. And I'm Devin Simone, two-time challenge finalist, host of the Challenge Aftermath, officially considered an underdog now, and a real world Brooklynite. Yes, and I'm Tori Deal. I'm seven-time challenger, three-time challenge finalist, and I have been beaten by Elisa in elimination. That's my Ooh. stat. That's my stat for this yep. episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your stat. <laughs> and I am Davon Rogers. I have not been beaten by any of these ladies, but I am a two-time challenger and also America's favorite all-star on Big Brother. And a YouTube channel maniac. Yes, she is. You know what? She's so good. Everybody go to Davon's channel. <laughs> and we're back to cover the challenge untold history yes and today we are talking about the underdogs and the greatest of all time featuring our very own Devin Simone and Anissa Ferreira That's oh us. my god the tears the tears <laughs> Devin what was it like watching that footage back of you finishing that final on free agent I'm not Girl! gonna lie I may have teared up again Aww. and not Aww. just because I should have had on more eyeliner in that interview but also <laughs> because uh, it really, it was, it was a life-changing moment. And, oh, by the way, the fact that Booth confirmed that they were wagering mm. bets on me not finishing. I see you, Booth. I see you. But I'm, at least he admitted it, so, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you could tell your former self anything in that moment that you were climbing that mountain, what do you think it would be? I mean, I honestly think it would be just what I said to myself then, uh, which shout out to Miss Aldridge, my seventh grade uh, teacher uh, and track coach. And she said that just when you feel like you want to give up, just take one more step. And that has gotten me through a lot of things. And that's what I was telling myself then. And, you know, that that final has been years and years now. Like Devon likes to say it was like in 1912. Oh, which isn't fully inaccurate. Okay, 1902. I keep trying to add the extra 10 years. Um, but I get so many people coming up, like really resonating with that moment still, which me makes it that much more special for me because at that point I really was trying to finish for myself and for the underdog. So um, mm. yeah, it makes me emotional because uh, that, yeah, that was, that was tough. I thought I was going to die on that mountain for real. I mean, I think a lot of us have felt like we wanted to die on a mountain. Like yeah. those finals are no joke for anyone. They're no. That's why I get so impassioned too when we see, you know, this is my only 
challenge with the crossing of the shows when there are people that come from other shows and then are like, ah, there's finals. You know what I mean? Like, it's too hard. Like, it's not realistic. It's da-da-da. I feel like all of us here have put in blood, sweat, and tears on this show, you know, mm -hmm. and like been in moments that are super tough. And that's why it's the challenge. That's why there's nothing like it. And that's why it's life changing. Mm -hmm. uh, if you, Not even just winning the money, because y'all know I didn't win that much money. Uh, but it's life changing just in the experience. And um, it's not for the faint of heart yeah. at all. Sometimes you have to think to yourself, I'm doing this for me. I have to do this for mm -hmm. me. And you just have mm -hmm. to continue to push yourself and just push yourself. Because even in my little challenges, like there was a lot of times when I was like, oh, Davon, it's time to load up the truck and move back to Beverly because girl, what? But <laughs> I was like, no, Davon, you have something to prove to yourself. And I'm not going to mm -hmm. lie. Like even with my ego, I'm like, these mother, they want you to fail. Like you got to show them you ain't no sucker. So a lot of that starts to happen when you're in those moments and you just got to keep pushing. Like it, it's so amazing that even though that did happen a while ago, to be able to see it in present day and still have all the feels and all the emotions, that means mm -hmm, it was a very mm -hmm. impactful moment. So kudos to you, Devin. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Boo. Also, can I just say, I love that we get to see ourselves in fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. And because when I was on that bike, I started talking to myself. And oh, I was going to say, the self-talk really comes yeah, in. Yeah, like, you don't realize <laughs> that you do, but that's, what hap that's when you know it's real because you are in fight or flight mode. And I just tend to come out fighting. And speaking of fighters, John A. Mm -hmm. John to know a. her is to love her. To know her is to love her. Um, Davon, you're a mom too. What's yeah. it like to watch someone? You know, we saw the evolution of John A. Like come on the show, kind of the party girl off her real world Cancun season, which was the year after real, the season after real world Brooklyn actually. Yeah. And then to transform into sort of this legend as a mom, like, you know, on All Stars. What, how do you feel about that? It's amazing to see. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the story. It happened a couple years ago. There was this baby who was trapped under this car. And the mother mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. the one who lifted the car up mm -hmm. off the baby and was able to save her baby. There's something about becoming a parent that gives you this strength that you never knew you had. And she mm -hmm. is like, she's showing that in real time. Like we saw her evolution mm -hmm. from the beginning before she became a parent. No one took her serious. Uh, I think um, Johnny said she was like a deer caught in the headlights. She was just there. And mm -hmm. so when she has her, ch her children and she comes back and she's just like, I'm somebody's mama. Like, I got to yeah. fight and mm -hmm. I don't have no choice. And so to watch that, it was so inspiring and so encouraging because that's exactly how I felt. Now, I didn't win. But as a mother, <laughs> I did pull myself through some tough situations that pre-cadence, I would have been like, oh, y'all can have this. <laughs> Bye. Mm -hmm. But you, you, you find yourself <laughs> fighting for a deeper purpose and a bigger reason. Yeah. So it, her story is so amazing to me. Yeah, she's great. Mm -hmm. She really I is. Love that. Yeah. And Tori, this episode also features Jordan's infamous win against Josh oh. in Tug of War yeah. on World of the Worlds 2. What was that like? In person, it was way longer than it looked on screen. So in person, it was an hour and 45 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah. They were doing Damn. that for an hour and 45 minutes? An hour minutes? and 45 minutes. It was probably oh one God. of the longest eliminations I've ever sat through. One of, because obviously there are a few that, that go the distance like that, but... I could say, I mean, listen, that speaks volumes to why Jordan is wow, yeah, honored as one of the greatest to ever play the game. Truly. I mean, Absolutely. he's a three-time champ, and obviously he doesn't include his hand as a disability, and he's been able to create such a, an incredible legacy and inspire so many people who have, mm -hmm. you know, a similar life to him. So it is 
amazing to it was amazing to watch then it's always amazing to watch back and no matter what personal shit goes on between me and somebody like I can always respect a good competitor and what they bring to the table so that's how I feel about that I thought it was so dope how you said he had gotten to a point where it was just like almost as if it wasn't there like Mm. I'm just still gonna compete like what whatever and to see him fight in this particular element because I was when I watched it I was pissed off at the people that put him I was pissed off Mm. and the way that they mocked him when they were sending him down there like it was funny like this this is not funny to me especially with elimination what it was and so when he got down there and he put I mean scrambled eggs on everybody's face I thought it was just Mm -hmm. such a beautiful moment not Mm -hmm. only for himself but for those who were watching and who share similarities as he has it Mm -hmm. it was just it was oh it was so beautiful oh my god it felt so good to be there you know because the other team was talking a lot of shit man yeah like in real and like even the things that you didn't see on camera they were shit talking and they counted him Mm -hmm. out for sure and that's mm-hmm. the that's the thing about him is people always count him out. And like, you know, you saw it with the Fessy thing. Like, obviously there's gonna be times when you don't you don't win. But just yeah. because yeah, you step up to the plate, too. when you step up to the plate like that, like that shows you are courageous enough to be considered a warrior or the best of all time. Yep. How many times have we gone up against somebody bigger than us in a challenge or never. better than us? Like never. I did a hall brawl against a girl like <laughs> fucking 10, did 20 pounds. Say never. Okay, Laurel's the only person that I ever you went against that was like probably my size. All right, do you want to bring oh, it to the my size let, now or back then? Let's bring it to the Anissa portion of this because no, let's no, talk no. about it because you could be. Uh, <laughs> you, you are. I think that you are for sure one of the greatest of all time. But there are times, Anissa, where people did count you out. You have that's true. You have do. underdog moments. They you do have underdog do. moments. So I'm like an undergoat. <laughs> you are you are the undergoat yes Anissa okay so last episode we that. clarified that your slogan is you're here because I'm here oh, and yes. now from this point forward all the listeners in listener land Anissa Ferreira will be known as the undergoat the of undergoat. the challenge I love Anissa that. is the undergoat I am the, I I am the so OG UG mm-hmm. yes the OG, OG love it I'll go. Love we'll it. figure it I out just, We'll work on. I I want to give props to to before we move on to Jordan showing vulnerability yes. in that excerpt interview oh, because I cried. I cried. sometimes we think strength is just being strong mm-hmm. and tough and biting back in the moment, but strength is also being able to show your feelings and your emotions and like him sitting there through that pain. I cannot imagine, and then talking about you know, what it means for all of those watching him, like yeah. the weight that he's taken on his shoulders, like so much respect to Jordan for that. Yeah. Um, and just all he's accomplished, even out of the challenge, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's done a lot, but that was really powerful to watch. I mean, he does yeah, more than most of us, you know, yeah. with more digits. Yeah. It's like he's always had to fight harder and, you know, especially like the next season you'll see. But, but it is awesome to see that vulnerability too because he is like this tough guy who like doesn't give a shit, who's like very, this is how I am, take mm-hmm. it or leave it, and have this moment, you know, connecting yeah. with people that watch him. Yeah. It's just, it's just really is special. That's why I really loved is. when they had that picture of him as a kid up there, because as, mm. as much mm-hmm. of a man as he is, for sure, give him all the credit, mm-hmm. he is such, a, he's such a kid inside, like, and he yeah. is mm-hmm. so soft. You wouldn't know it until you kind of like got through some of those barriers and walls. So I thought it was nice that it, it showed. You got through a lot of the barriers and walls. Oh, you better oh, stop no. it. You know- Someone had to do oh, it. No. Someone had to go through them and figure oh, no. out what was going on. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. And can I just say too, you know, Anissa, you're talking about how he does more than a lot of us. Jordan Shore did 
do much better than my ass on that free agents challenge where he's we see it in the clip where he's taking the sticks out of the wall and then you have uh. to step on them. Yeah, no, Jordan crushed that. I'm pretty sure I felt so. He was so um, good. I did not. Jordan. He was so good at that. I love the fact that he doesn't try to portray himself as a victim. Right. Not ever. Not ever. He's, he's never said like, anything. Come on. <laughs> Let's, Let's do this. go. I'm just as good as you are. Let's roll. What's yeah. up? Probably, no, he'll probably be like, I'm better than you. Let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Like, I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Anissa, another underdog that was mentioned in this mm. doc was DM. And I know that mm. you have such a close relationship with her. And like, you still honor her to this day so much. Mm-hmm. So you just playing a few seasons with her and obviously having such a close relationship with her. Like, is she one of the best fighters that the challenge has ever seen, in your opinion? I mean, DM was fighting a whole other battle. And to piggyback off what you said about Davon, about Jordan never playing the victim, neither did DM. Mm-hmm. She had cancer, beat it, had cancer again, beat it, came on the show in remission. I mean, was doing all of this stuff and still was like, Anissa, come on, let's go, let's run. I mean, she ran every day. She never, ever complained like, poor me, I have cancer. Mm. Or like, why me? You know, and she always fought and then created a foundation for other people that she never wanted to be about her. Mm. You know, like she never wanted money raised for her. She never wanted help. She just wanted to literally go have fun on the challenge, debate people all of the time. Because that was her. (laughs) Diem was always such a light. And just so, like, literally just a joy of a person to be around, especially given all that she was going through. Like, I spent far less time with her than Anissa did. but And I never did any challenges with her, but got to spend time with her Mm. um, here in New York and in L.A. And she just, she left an impact wherever she went. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the best way to say it. She's somebody who I really would have liked to meet. Uh, Anissa, what is your greatest memory of Diem? Well, it's so crazy. I mean, you see the memory that, I mean, it has been played over and over again of, of her taking her wig off. Cause I remember like seeing her wig, you know, I was going to tell her the truth. I was like, how much did you pay for this? Cause I got a girl in West Philly that can hook you up for a hundred dollars and make you nah. a Remy wig. That's much better than this. <laughs> and she would just like laugh it off. It was super shy. But when I saw her without hair, I'm like, girl, you are bad as shit. Like mm, you yes, look she amazing. Is. She's beautiful. So of course that was, but there were also times where like, DM started to get like to get sassy and like really come into herself. So there were moments of just like when she would clap back at people or whatever. I just loved that she just felt confident in her and began to like really just express herself. Mm-hmm. And you could see more sides than just like sweet DM. There was like this, you know, kind of like scrappy, like fierce side to her. And I loved that, you know, she was, you know, multidimensional. Yeah. And she's just she's just really special. It's amazing mm-hmm. all of the beautiful yeah. people that like we've been able to connect with through the screen. Like obviously I never yeah. met Diem, but like watching this back, it's just absolutely beautiful to see her. And all of the people in this episode who have been highlighted, it's like yeah. they're highlighted not because of just what they've done, but their personality is so dynamic. Yeah. You know, we got to see like Nani and Leroy, they come up on this uh. episode. And Devon, <laughs> you, you met them. Right. Yeah, we did of War of War of the World, the first and, one, right? Um, the first one. Yeah, and um, Leroy is a different kind of breed, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just a different type of dude. Like the energy he brings to the house is when he's gone, you feel it. There's mm-hmm. a void. There's an emptiness. When he's gone, you definitely feel it. And um, his dynamic with Nani, they are the definition of mm-hmm. brother 
and sister. Mm-hmm. Like they argue, yeah. <laughs> they love each other, mm-hmm. they protect each other, they get on each other's nerves. And it was just so beautiful to watch the duration of that. Because I've been watching these shows since I was a kid. And mm-hmm. so to watch them, you know, from their start, from real world, all the way until, like, it's a beautiful thing. Um, Nani is very much so, I've been here long enough put some respect on my name and she walks with it. She talks with it. It is what it is. And so, um, I had to figure out a way to build a bond with Nani. I was like, how the hell am I going to get through to this girl? Cause she don't know me like that. So how am I going to do that? Well, she's an esthetician. And so she started doing facials and I was like, my turn. I don't let people touch my face at all. And I was like, my turn. And so we bonded over that. And she just became like a really good, sweet person to me. But yeah, Leroy, that man is a different type of breed all in himself. (laughs) Dude, he's the best man. He's so funny. Like he's hilarious. He used to tell me all the time because, you know, in my seasons, everybody was always coming for me. And so I always had like a frown. It was rare that you saw me smile. I was always frowning. And he was like, girl, fix your face. He said, you walk around looking like an old black mama, look like you want to sing. You better call Tyra. (laughs) And he would sing that to me every single day. And it would make me laugh. And then he was like, man, like, like you you, stop being mean. That's why these people keep coming at you because you keep looking mean. And so every day he would play slide with me. And so I'm like, okay, this is me loosening up but definitely it was a breath of fresh air having him in there yeah but also like it's hard and I can imagine to bring it like coming from big brother trying to play a social game is completely different on the challenge like you we build seasons of relationships with people in big brother you have to like whisper and strategize and talk and like not let people know you're talking like I didn't have, I didn't understand Big Brother until I started playing with you guys. And then I was like, wow, I actually feel bad for you guys. Like, you I'm became impressed. a casualty of Big Brother gameplay. I'm sorry, Tori. No, you it's did. all good. It's totally fine. Like, you did. In the past, look at us now. We're hosting the podcast. Right? It's, it's all fucking good, dude. Like, it's all good, but it's just amazing. Like, it, it's a whole different style of play. The Whisper game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now in Big Brother, you know, they have the ability to vote you out. And so they can get together and just vote hey we're voting this person out the difference that I learned and I'm so glad I learned it quickly was you can't vote me out you can vote me into an elimination but good luck you have to take me out and so when I learned that then my whispers got very loud (laughs) very loud every day (laughs) (laughs) yeah Speaking of eliminations, obviously, you know, we get to see the iconic Derek versus Joss in Vendetta's elimination. Yes. You were there, Tori. You got to see that firsthand. How was that? I mean, this is another elimination that went for 45 hours and two hours, an hour, 45, two hours. It was two hours, Tori. We were freezing. I mean, wow. I just got beat by Cam, so I wasn't really thinking about time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of oh, like, you guys oh, did I'm... go first, didn't you? Yeah. That elimination was bloody. Like, I want to know was. the details, Tori. Tell us the tea. Well, Anissa was there too. Anissa, you take this one away. Oh God. Well, I've known Derek since I was probably like twenty-four, and he's always been this underdog. I mean, you would think just by looking at it. Oh, Joss has got it in the bag. And Derek right. was like, oh, oh, a- absolutely not. Derek came to play. He was not Derek. going to let Joss win. And I think that was a, you know, like just the fighter in Derek who like just does not give up no matter what. There is no quit. He just will go. He doesn't care who you are, how big you are or what you've done. Yeah, He will go in there. And he will beat you. To me, this is a true definition of mercenary, right? Because think about mm-hmm. it like this. As, as a mercenary in this game, we did not have, we weren't taking anybody's spot. We were just going in to a game, eliminating and going home to our lives. We weren't in the game. Mm-hmm. So in order to, to have the ability 
to go in and say, I'm going to go into an elimination for two hours and not give a shit if I send this person home after they've been playing the game and it's they crazy. got signed on this season. You mm-hmm. have to be not only a savage in the game, but your pride and ego and your competitiveness have to be so much bigger than you being like, ah, two hours is a long elimination. Let me back <laughs> off a little bit and like let this mm-hmm. guy have it. He, mm-hmm. he went in with no remorse, true mercenary yeah. style, went in, did the job, let it be done. Like yep. it was, it was crazy to watch. And like, I think that's going to go down as one of the most insane eliminations in history for sure. Absolutely. Basically you have to be a little nutty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who do you think the newest underdogs are? Like, who are we going to, like, have to keep a lookout? Emmy. Emmy. Oh, yeah. Emmy. And she proved, she proved on Spies, Lies, and Alex, they kept putting her in. They kept, and I think she doubted herself. But girl came back and back and back. She did a really great job. There are going to be some new underdogs coming up soon. We can't talk about it yet. But uh, are they likable underdogs? Oh, yes. They are lovable. They are lovable. Okay. They are lovable. Yeah, I love a good underdog story. I really yeah. do. I love. Okay, but do you also like? So we love. We all agree, right? That we love a good underdog story. As an underdog, I agree. Devon, you're not just an underdog. You're also a meme queen. But yes. <laughs> but I didn't um, win the money, Devin. The memes we, don't bring me money. Like <laughs> there was a meme about Devon that I was one of my favorites, and I used several times and didn't even realize it was of actually of Devon. Like that was inspired by Devon oh. until <laughs> until later. I was like, oh, that's my friend. Um, but okay, so we all like an underdog story. How do you feel about a salacious moment though, like when bananas took the money from Sarah? Mm. Thoughts? Now that I I mean, I would personally I think there's a ninety nine percent chance I would never do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Even if I disliked the person, I don't know if it would sit well. I feel like karma would come at every corner and just drain my bank account mm-hmm. and just keep me from winning. And we did mm-hmm. see Johnny go on several seasons after that going home early um Mm -hmm. which we could chalk that up to karma if you'd like to but it's i mean i now that i know the history a little bit more Mm -hmm. it 
it, I don't know mm-hmm. if it makes sense, but it, it's easier to understand where Johnny was kind of coming from or the mindset behind like really being hurt by a friend and that mm-hmm. his chances were taken away. Johnny is a but showman. Johnny's a showman. Johnny's a straight showman. But I love yeah. him for that. Like, oh, for sure. He made the show. He helped to make the show what it is today yeah. in the sense yep. of like he he does things that are so polarizing. You either love him or you hate him. And if mm-hmm. if you don't love or hate the show or if you don't love or hate a competitor, you're not interested in it. I'm not right, watching. Yeah. So you need yep. that dynamic. But like that is the thing about being a good challenger. And like one of the people said on the, the show, you need to have the drama. You need to have an engaging mm-hmm. storyline. You need to be doing things that like make people want to watch it. Johnny brings that to the show. So right. I'm not saying he had a reason to steal the money from Sarah. If I was Sarah, I'd be fucking pissed. Of course. Right. But, I would fight him he, every corner. Like you're never corner. safe. <laughs> <laughs> Anissa would just be waiting around the corner still to this day. Just <laughs> Johnny would just walk around a corner and pop out. I feel like, you know, obviously it's a shitty thing to do, but from a viewer's perspective, it's like you made a like a huge move in a show that people are going to remember forever. Yes, that's all people talk about. Mm-hmm. So you know? for me, mm-hmm. I was one of the people who saw the episode and then somebody asked me later on after I had started doing challenges, like, how did you feel about that moment? I was like, Johnny was so wrong. And but then I had an opportunity to go back and rewatch the shows and I saw what she did to him. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I didn't know she mm-hmm. threw first. And so um, I'm... <laughs> I'm not saying that I agree with what he did, but what I am going to say is I am a person who struggles with forgiveness. And so (laughs) if the opportunity presented itself with somebody who threw a rock at me first, we don't know how the chips may fall. That's all I'm going to say. And it would probably be my last challenge. I would never come back because I don't want to deal with the curse, but I would have my coin. You know, it is what it is. That would be the thing. If you win a million dollars, you're like, you know what? Y'all motherfuckers doubted me for so long. I'm just going to take this <laughs> shit. I mean, I have a dreams about right. it. I'm going to take this. And then no one will ever see me again. Mm-hmm. Yep. He didn't even do it for a million. I and know. He did it for 250. <laughs> it's wild. It's as I wild it. as Wes's beard in the interviews. And I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts <laughs> about Wes calling himself sort of the greatest politician the challenge has ever had? Do you guys... Agree with that, especially you, Nisa, because you, you being the OG, UG. I mean, Wes and I don't know. speak anymore. Um, oh, but and we were good friends. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Great decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he screenshot my text thing when I was trying to apologize about something and he put it on Twitter. And I thought that I don't do I don't take to Twitter. If yeah, we're friends, weird. you can call me. Yeah, right. it's that one moment right. where it's like. I don't know, bruh. So maybe he's not that good of a show politician. No, he is. I think that he's really good because he has a way, he's great with people that have never played the game. And he's great if people are in survival mode and they need help to be somewhere. Right. Okay, there's an alliance. Let me go there. But he is good at challenges. He is good at finals. But, you know, if you get the right cast, that's like, eh, we've already seen these tricks. Yeah, I don't because I know my only uh, interaction on a challenge with Wes. Um, he's from my hometown, Kansas City. Shout out, KC. But uh, was my first challenge battle of the seasons. And Wes was doing what Wes talked about on the documentary where there were calls happening, you know, before as soon as people got cast. Mm-hmm. So by the time we got to the airport, my team, unbeknownst to me, had made alliances with Wes. And it was like problem after problem because we were affiliated with him or associated with him. Mm. So, um, you know, and I don't, I don't have anything against Wes at all, but just from a political standpoint, it was almost like he was like a pariah, you know, like touching that actually did not work to your advantage 
at all. So here's the thing when it comes to Wes. Um, how I feel about him as a person is a conversation for another podcast on another day. <laughs> but how I feel about him, I, I, I'm not a hater. So I can't take away the staple and the impact that he has on the show. And so I will be mm-hmm. very honest about that, regardless of how, how I feel about him as a human being. Um, he is a very, very, very strong politician. And I say that as somebody, I study people. And so when I came on the show, he thought I was just going to be like a regular big brother person that was on there and he thought he could play me and game me and all this other kind of stuff. But he met his match. And that's why me and him were beefing because I was his match. He couldn't like pull the Houdini stuff on me. (laughs) And so that's how we ended up beefing. But I watched him. I watched the people who were speculated to be on the show. Not even cast. Just speculated to be on the show. Oh, I got a DM from Wes. Did you get hit up from Wes? Did Wes hit you up? Did he do, 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 do? His name was circulating by people who were speculated to be on the show. So then we get to the airport and he buddy, buddy with everybody. And I'm just sitting in the corner. I'm watching him. I'm watching him. I'm just watching him like a hawk. We get in the game. And when we get in the game, I'm watching how he moves. Like you said, with the new people, not the OGs, the right. new people. And I'm right. watching the how he goes. Yes, I'm watching. Watching how he just taking them in. I mean, it's like slaughter season. He's just going around. And so then he comes to me and I said, what you want? Mm. <laughs> like, what you want? Because I, I already know what time it. it is. What you want? And he, he, yes, he didn't receive that well at all because he thought I was going to come to him like, whatever you like. Like, and it wasn't that. <laughs> like, we wasn't doing that over here. Right? So when I say that I think he is a very great politician in this game, he is. He is. He is, but I don't know one of the best because I'd argue and maybe not now that he's hit senior citizen age, but I'd <laughs> oh, argue bitch. that Bananas is a very good politician. Oh, yeah. He's less loud than Wes, but I've seen him do that with not just the newbies slash the vulnerables, but I've seen the him OGs. do it with OGs, OGs too. Sure. You know, yeah. like he's the one that's like walk softly, carry a big stick, in my opinion. And I feel like we see more of CT get like that also in some of these newer challenges because the way he never went in elimination in the last count that he's scarier than johnny though like it's easier to throw johnny in than it is to throw ct in i would tell you about ct Mm. so ct comes to me on the season that we do together he comes up to me (laughs) this is before we even made it to the show we're like in the hotel waiting to go to the show and he's he comes to me he has snuck on his child little baby sock the booty he snuck it in and so he comes to me he goes this is my baby's booty. I, I know can't. you're a parent too. Did you bring anything from your daughter? And I'm like, boy, if you don't get out my face. Like, but he did that the whole season. He would always come to me with a parent thing. Like, I'm going to connect with her because that is the, the parent thing. But I saw no, that he was CT. playing. But, you know, CT going to be CT. And for me, he's he, he's always top two. And he ain't number two. Ooh. Mm. CT's a great politician. Yeah. But he's like a silent one. He's like a silent yeah. assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for when he's sleeping, he snores loud. <laughs> loud and his sneakers smell. They're, they're loud, too. They do. Sneakers are loud. Yes. Very loud. You know what? Um, I think he's definitely... he. I think CT is one of the best politicians because it's agreed. so silent. And, like, mm-hmm. Wes is a self-proclaimed politician. That's, like, me being, like, I'm the GOAT. And, like, it's cool because, like, you know, he's got the accolades. He's got the trophies. Like, we can respect it, like Day was saying. But, like... He's loud about it. So you kind of want to like not give him that title when right, somebody owns right. it too much. You kind of want to yeah, be like, no, yeah. you know, so it's it's an interesting dynamic. Vibe. It's because CT dupes you and you don't know you've been duped. Yeah. Because he masks it as like friendship a little bit. And I'm like, I see through it because I've known him for a, over a decade. 50 years. Not 50 because <laughs> that would mean I am negative nine years that old. Is- I'm not even born yet if it were 50 <laughs> You know what, y'all? We've talked a lot about these men, but 
Kim is a great politician too. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about so some women. Good. Kim yeah. is such a great po- and also can I just say I love how hard she rides for Lee. Mm-hmm. Like I love Oh yeah, she going to ride for that her man. She was like and shout out to them on their new little one by the way, but I love Yay. how she was like Leroy wants to win this season. Like I'm making moves not just for me, but for my man like cuz I want yep. him to get there. Like I love that so much. Oh, and she made that her season moves. was a great season mm-hmm. but um yeah back to cam yes she she's um great. she's great she's so great and she she came in not knowing the game like the underdog she made a name for herself mm-hmm. they kept throwing her in and they didn't know they were making her strong and i remember watching cam season like i was such such like so inspired by her because they kept throwing her in and i'm watching it at home because i started watching for natalie i started watching again for natalie because she was mm-hmm. on that season she was from big brother and so i'm like stop picking on her stop messing with her <laughs> leave her alone i'm yelling at the tv little did i know i was gonna come in the next season and she was gonna do the same thing to me ah! <laughs> she, was like, ah! she was like you gotta earn your stripes but but in hindsight 2020 i always give her credit and always thank her because I didn't realize it at that time, but what she was doing was sharpening my skills because the Mm. more she threw me in, the Mm -hmm. more she set it up for me to get thrown in, the stronger I became. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what happened with her. They kept throwing her in and kept Mm. doubting her. And so she started figuring stuff out. She said, okay, let me exercise my brain. The girl is smart as a whip. She is out of control smart. She's always three, four, five steps ahead of the other people inside of the house. And it just feels so good to see people finally giving her her flowers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Mm -hmm. she got her flowers earlier than a lot of people. Yeah. That's fair. That's true. Because she just kept pushing like, this is me and this is how things are going to go. She demanded a certain amount of respect. She Mm -hmm. carried herself in in such a way that like it demanded and commanded respect and and loyalty and like, she just gives me that. Like, I love... Cam's like my sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The girl also has never played a sport in her life. Yeah. And she it's is so good yeah. Yeah. at this game. Yeah. The, yeah. Physically and the mental part, because we ran together on Double Agents. Mm-hmm. And we were running for like a half an hour outside. And at the end of that, she was behind me and she was like, let's sprint. You know, we got like 20 seconds left or whatever. We started sprinting. She was like, are you going to move faster? Are you going to let me beat you in a final? I was like, excuse me. Ooh. Period. And she yep. used to do that, which was like encouraging and motivating. Yep. And yeah. I think Cam has yeah. that like ability. Yeah. Yep. Which makes I can't her wait amazing. To see how she comes back as a mom because we right. talked yeah. about like Jane. She's gonna be insane. And, you know, like, I'm scared. Back I'm scared of that. Different as a mom. And then and you know another interesting point because yeah, I feel like once she comes back as a now that she's a new mom, like it's game over for everybody. Sorry oh, for sure. to all y'all still competing. It's game for over. Sure. My money's on Cam. But what's interesting is. The moms coming back, the sort of idea is they come back almost like tougher and more fearless in a way, right? Because they're mama bearing. But it seemed like Darrell, who is arguably one of the goats, came back a little softer because he's like, I still have my, you know, like I still have my Mm -hmm. family outside of this. I still have my kids. I have to be there for them. And that's really... I don't know. It's just an interesting dynamic. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I, I feel like I caught Darrell at the end of his, not end because he's still going, you right. know, and he's still considered one of the best to ever play it. And like four time in a row, challenge mm-hmm. champ. Never, No one, like CT said, no one's going to break that streak for sure. Who's going to mm-hmm. win four times in a row? Nobody. So we're five at that matter. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that like he has gotten softer, but like, how could you not? 
we are doing crazy stunts, dude. Like we're up there 500 feet above traffic about to do something hanging on by like, it feels like dental floss. Like, I don't know. Am I going to fall? And I do have a kid at home. Like that's a little scary. But then John A came back though, tougher being like, all right, if I can birth these two kids, I can hang here by dental floss. You know what I mean? And like knock this out, which is just, I don't know. If I were to guess about Darrell, I would say he's the breadwinner. Right. Mm -hmm. He's the protector. He's the provider of the family. And so he's married. He has these children. Listen, I can't be doing this crazy stuff that I used to do. I have a whole family that I have to provide for. Like they're dependent on me. So I'll come in here and I'll do what I got to do. But if it's something that's probably going to risk my life and take me away from protecting them, like y'all can have it. And I'll the same thought I think about me and my dog. That's why I don't (laughs) want to do eliminations. I got to provide for Brooklyn. So I actually be putting me in elimination. Um, Darrell is deathly afraid of heights. And I think a lot of the shows he did, he didn't have to do them. I don't think Um, it has anything to do with the kids. To be honest, I know that they're probably a thought, but that man is. Whether it's 30 feet or 600, he don't want to really? do it. Really? Yes. Mm. Wow. I'm afraid of heights. Anissa, you have been doing enough. Of no, no, no. It. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> I am afraid of fucking Period. heights. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you like heights, that's that's weird. You're weird. No one really likes <laughs> I love when people are like, I really like them. I do I'm like, like heights challenges. Grow I up. do. Are you height scares other people? I did it until I did the show. <laughs> like, I was one of those people who would go to the mall and get on the second floor mm. and couldn't look down. Like, I was really? one of those people, oh. for sure, until I did the show. Once I did the show and me and a person did this one <laughs> challenge where we had to be blindfolded and we had to walk across this platform up in the air. After I conquered that, I was like, oh yeah, it is. Now you can go so to the third like floor it. of the mall and look over and be like, right. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the heights challenges. When we had to jump out of the plane for a battle of the season, grow up again, the beginning of the um, final. <laughs> And we skydiving out of that plane. I think someone peed their pants on the way up. Actually, I'm pretty sure they did. I will not name names. They may have been on my team, though. I was like, who was on your team, um, Zach? No. No, it was uh, Brooklyn season. So oh. Sarah, me, uh, JD, and Chet. Oh, it was JD. And so, uh, yeah. And so, um, <laughs> we We're never telling we you secrets, out ever. Of that, that plane. Well, that I feel like they had footage of it, or he said it in an interview. But, um, yeah, I love the heights. I don't know, the heights challenge, but probably because it also scares people. When you're skydiving, it's different. I did that for yeah. the first time on on free agents and I also said that black people never choose to do those kinds of things with their friends they're never like hey guys do you want to go do you want to go skydiving or bungee jumping I, mean, I, I definitely though. am not bungee jumping ever no, I would I ever. Not either. so <gasps> really Tori no fuck that hell no not bungee that jumping that rope that bounce back up yeah like yes. no and then I'm, in a, then I'm in a wheelchair for the rest of my life if I had to be on a challenge and do it for sure you know no. who's going no. a challenge but no. I'm not doing it in real life for fun I would never never do that that'd be the first time where I stand there and be like TJ you gonna have to cuss me out because I don't know what to tell you bro <laughs> yeah. I would never nah alright well listen Darrell's proof that you can be a goat still and also afraid of heights and Anissa mm-hmm. I want to bring the attention back to you because so are you dude you had this yes. amazing part in this episode where we get to sit in the glory of Anissa be like she's on the podcast with us <laughs> like just talk about your entire cha- obviously don't talk about the entire challenge career but yeah, what is the day. proudest what is your proudest moment and don't say beating me either because I'll shit in your shoe meeting me at an event <laughs> <You know what>? <laughs> <laughs> um pretty sure proud <laughs> I don't know sure. I mean it's just like shout out to the non-believers like I think that's yeah. what always pushed me was that 
there were so many people. And I, I feel like I've been like this my whole life where, you know, whether it's in class and they're like, I don't know if you can cut it. I'm like, it's AP and I got this. Like all mm -hmm. people always doubting you. And I'm like, oh, you don't think I can? Watch me get 100. Like just, just always having people doubt me. And mm -hmm. that has pushed me so much. So every time I've overcame something has been a proud moment for me. Yeah. Just a culmination of like all of the times I've been able to shut up the haters and be like, yeah, bye. Yeah. I did it again and again. Yeah. So, and that is why you're the undergoat. You know, she's the undergoat. She is. <laughs> how, how does it feel? Okay. Cause this documentary is huge and it's going all the way back to the beginning and bringing people up to the present. Right. So as somebody who is a staple in this show, how do you feel watching your own journey throughout mm. this entire situation? Like from start to finish girl, the looks, I know the personality, yes. <laughs> the evolution of everything. Like yes. how do you feel watching your journey and just watching yourself? It was so cool. Cause I was like, that was me. Like I, I kept you on your toes. I came with a new hairstyle. I, I get to see myself in all my stages. Mm -hmm. So for all the photos I can't find or the memories I can't remember, they're documented. And I was a feisty little bitch back then. I didn't care what you said. I didn't care where you came from. I you were going to get words all of the time. And I did not care who was there, what happened, who it affected. Do you care now? Because I don't feel like you do. Um, I care <laughs> in the sense that, you know, like I... I am a little bit more mindful of like, how does, how does this affect somebody? So I kind mm -hmm. of approach a challenge with like a, my psychological cap on. So I'm sitting there like, I know that if I do this in 10 minutes, this is going to happen. And then 20 minutes from then and then tomorrow. So I'm just already making my moves in my mind. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Right. So I'm just mm -hmm. a little bit more aware of how does this affect me? How does this affect other people? And then, you know, how do I move through the game you know with integrity but still mm. you know living my truth and, and talking my shit yeah mm -hmm. and we love you, you developed for a filter we yeah. love you for like there there is no you really are synonymous with the challenge i mean we've talked about it for, drake doesn't drake follow you yeah yeah and then, that's I mean, crazy yes if that doesn't say that what you a are the undergoat I don't know. I mean, know. he did say they'd be sleeping on Dude, you. Dude, Drake even said that Period. to her. But you're a beast. I was like, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> Not Aubrey. You ever want to celebrate Hanukkah together? I'm here, boo. <laughs> Shabbat dinner, I got you. Oh my God. So we know, I know every time I was on a challenge, Anissa was referred to as an elimination queen. Yeah. Like, it was just a known fact. And Tori, you are a force to be reckoned with yourself, but you've gone head to head with Anissa uh -huh. in an elimination. Yeah. What was that like? This is like, you know, everything Anissa's been saying, like about how people underestimate me. Like I, I'm the type of person, I'm a competitor. When I go in, I'm always going to underestimate the other person because I'm going to put my money on me. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to do it. And if I lose, I lose. But Anissa, I'm, I was so like, that's one of the, the losses that feels good because it's like, you know what? That's my friend. And she, mm -hmm. a lot of people in that house were talking a lot of shit on her that season and she shut them the fuck up. And like, mm -hmm. maybe it was on my behalf, but like good for her. So like, I am, I, it is beautiful when you see somebody who deserves respect to get their respect, mm -hmm. even if it does come from a situation where I lose, but it, you know, I'm proud of her. And I, I think I'm always inspired by her. And this season 38, I dude, you, I, I, I don't even want to say spoilers, but dude, this fool, this bitch is crazy. Cannot she wait. She really does. She pulls it out when, when you don't expect her to do it. And it's just, I don't know. I can't say too much. Mm. <laughs> All right. This tea is getting hot. Why don't we take a quick break and I go get a cup holder. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We've talked about a lot of goats, but shout out to Kara and being the only solo challenger ever. Like to win, to beat the yeah, boy, like yeah. that is just like regard you know i know that she has her loyal fans and she has some people that side eye her but like when we're talking about her evolution in this game and then to get to that point now granted one of the boys she beat was zach so you know but to be (laughs) able to get there and get it done is just like no one can take that from her like she's definitely one of the goats totally yeah she's for sure a staple Mm -hmm. for sure a staple Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, this is to all of you ladies, who is the real goat male and goat female of the challenge? There's one undergoat and that's Anissa. <laughs> Only one uh, undergoat. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Male goat, female goat. For me, CT. I feel like CT, you know, that montage between bananas taking the money and CT not taking the money, like him giving money. Yeah. To the second place team, which I think I teared up watching that. Um, that was beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I think CT might be the male goat and not bananas. As somebody who has received, been on the receiving end of that, I'm always gonna say CT. Yeah, like he's absolutely a legend, and I feel like every time I talk to people about the show, like Danny Wasco said, Anissa always mm-hmm. comes up, and CT always comes up. So mm-hmm. my goats are for them. That's all I gotta mm-hmm. say. Thanks, Boo. Mm-hmm. And my goat, you're my goat because no, I don't want to be because a goat. I'm not CT a goat. the goat gave you <laughs> money. You have also paid for some drinks for me, so thank you, CT. <laughs> um, by the transitive property, you are a goat to me. Transitive property. property. I love that. Who's the female goat? I don't, um, yeah. Who? What do you think, Day? I don't know. I feel like they both give us an all-around player. They for give sure. us comp wins they give us elimination wins they give us challenge as a whole wins they give us Mm -hmm. the drama they give us the tv they give us everything right Mm -hmm. and so i'm like in a chris nana's mode Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i'm in i'm in a i'm in a chris nana's 
I don't know. I'm, I'm okay in, with I'm that. In Chris Nanas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in a Chris Nanas. Okay. I'm in a Chris I like Nanas. You're in a Chris Nanas, which also <laughs> sounds like you're in a cult. Right. I'm in a Chris Nanas. I'm, I'm, I'm in a Chris Nanas. <laughs> okay, if, if I have to pick, if I have to pick, I'm going to say CT. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say CT. Yeah, okay. if I have to pick, I'm going to say CT. Mm-hmm. It sounds but like I am still here. in a Chris Nanas. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I okay, then you. who's the female Who's the female goat? I feel, I feel like, like that's harder. Way harder. Way, way, yeah. way harder. It's different because they didn't win the same way the guys do, but they bring different things to the table. Like Laurel has one, hasn't she? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Laurel's up there. I feel yeah. like she's amazing, and I don't, I mean, yeah. I, my vote is for her. Yeah. Cara's up there, to too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But Laurel's good at dailies, too. <laughs> Laurel. And that's that sh- where. I feel like that was shade, but uh-huh. No, that's not shade. That's, I mean, I've played with both of them <laughs> more than once. I have, too. So for me, daily challenges, wins. I remember Laurel winning a lot yeah. and being very good yeah. at weird shit. So are we basing this on people who only won? Because Cam is one of the goats too. For sure. But are we basing this on people right, who of course. only won? But I'm thinking like greatest won? of all time. Like I just to me, I feel like Laurel's yeah. been around for a long time too. Okay, but it's yeah. I mean, you base it on whatever you want to base it on. Yeah, I'm just saying, choice. like, yeah. when I look at her, when I look at Laurel, I see a really good player mentally, physically. She's strong. Yeah, too. my goodness. yeah, and she's she like CT kind of instills that fear in you where like you don't want to go yeah. what are you talking about elimination nobody's her. scared of laurel at Man, all nobody's scared of laurel <laughs> i'm kidding i was 100 percent scared of laurel I it has been recorded say, on tape uh-huh. when she wrote an execution laurel list and Stucky. said my name is not at the top i so. don't want to go against you in elimination <laughs> and yes. you're you're great you little goat yeah i love she's also she, a vet which dope. is really sweet. i know I which is cute laurel. dr laurel so yeah. cute um, yeah, I'd have to say Laurel, but Kara gets a like really close honorable mention, man. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jeanne is moving up there for me. Oh, and yeah. maybe it's just because I'm attached. I love her. Like, what, but... which women have won two in a row? Right. Ever. I mean, yeah. She just, she just, and just yeah. came like, back out of nowhere. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Out yeah, of nowhere. Went from mm-hmm. tying for third in it, in all stars mm-hmm. one against mm-hmm. guys. I mean, beating guys mm-hmm. in that final, even though it was hard as shit and I knew I wasn't going to get the points. I watched her walk up to the top of the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I came over and we were all just so emotional because we had all like finished within like a half an hour of each other. And you got to watch everybody finish. Mm-hmm. And she was just so happy that she did it. And we went out yeah. for wine after that, whatever else. And I call, I talked to her right before the thing and I'm like, you're going to win this one. When she went for the second one, I'm like, you're going to win this one again. Watch. Mm-hmm. She, just, mm-hmm. she just has that like. She's so good. I'm never going to stop. And she knows how to play the game. She's like yeah. one of those silent creepers too. Yeah. Yeah. She's so smart. I feel like great drama. Her. In her time off, she did a lot of studying of the show. And even though she was in the underdog segment, I have to go with her as one of the goats. Like what she, oh, she's yeah. definitely one of them. Or even if you want to say in training. Yeah. Whatever. She's definitely one of those. Um What's the Are baby you still goes? working on your answer, Davon? We I am here. because y'all. She's flushing it out right now. She's talking it towards, out <laughs> towards towards Kara and Laurel. You guys have limited the, them to the only other person you I could throw up there it. that's like new modern goat, and I think will be a goat in the future is Casey because she yeah. is yes. unfucking yes. touchable, dude. She's oh my gosh, incredible. Yes. She performs at absolutely. Can't believe level. I didn't even think about she's that. Shout out to Casey Clark. Yeah, and the way she pushes through, like oh yeah. Uh, duh, yes, we love you, Casey. So she's up there for me, too. Honestly. A new generation yeah, goat. For yeah, for sure. But let's not forget about mm-hmm. our goat, though. Anissa, yeah. like, she's our goat. Aww. She is, she is I our goat. I wish I could make a goat noise right she's now. She's our goat. 
let's let's only let's, let's not let's not <laughs> i'll work on i'll perfect my undergoat sound by the next podcast okay all right no, i appreciate all forget, of you but davon yeah. will tell you we'll remember we were going to ask you well, about sound memory like an elephant <laughs> next episode yep. better make it your new yeah. instagram handle anisa <laughs> Undergoat. Yep. Now we just need Drake to make it a song. Oh my God! And he probably we're gonna put your name <gasps> in the song, girl. I hope so. Yeah, it happen. Drake, if prepare yourself. It can rhyme with something. Anissa, Undergo- take my pizza. <laughs> exactly. I need some. Anissa. Anissa. Oh, I need some. Anissa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are the goats of this podcast, and I love doing it with you all. I mean, Anissa is the true undergoat, though. But facts. You know, but but otherwise, I love doing it with you guys, um, and excited to see all that you're gonna do because I'm guessing in a couple seasons, Davon will be added to that list. Tori will be added to that list. It'll just. Devon, don't make faces like that. I know you're going to. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, while you guys are prepping for your next challenges, mm. where can they find you on social media? Devon, where can they find you while you're prepping? Well. <laughs> I'm coming back. We know you are. I am prepping to go to church to talk to the Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's going to send you right back to the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Be like my daughter. That's what daughter. you and the viewers say. Oh my gosh! Um, as the mayor of Twitterville, USA, you can find me at on Twitter at at Davon Diane. That's a lie. It's Day Davon underscore. <laughs> then you can also find me on Instagram at Davon Diane underscore TikTok Day Diane underscore YouTube. I'll go stop ahead there because I don't nope, want to hear Kevin's ahead. mouth today. She has a YouTube channel, guys. Go yeah. find it. You can find me at Devon Diane on, 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 on YouTube. Go support her. <laughs> anyway, where, where, can, where can we find you, Tori? <laughs> you guys can find me on Instagram at Tori underscore deal. I'm not on Twitter. That platform doesn't like me, but you can go on there for day. But Anissa, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at Anissa MTV on Instagram. I like Tori, even though I still have my Twitter. I do not use it. No offense, Devon. <laughs> that is your platform, sister. <laughs> Take it away. And Devon. Where can we find you? You can find me wherever they serve peach cobbler. I've really been craving some. <laughs> you could also find me on Instagram at Devin Simone. That's Devin with a Y, Simone with an I. You can find me on Twitter, believe it or not, at Devin Simone. I'm not running things like Devon uh, <laughs> is, but I will respond back. And if you have comments about our podcast, yes. you can tweet me there. I will probably see it and maybe we'll mention you. You can find me on TikTok, Devin underscore Simone. Don't really use that. And, and your uh, YouTube yeah, channel. It. Oh, girl, that's worse than Devon. So you can go. <laughs> to my YouTube channel but uh, there's nothing there for years for years Devin you know what? 2013 girl it really is it was those old wigs that you got on sale at the Ooh, time oh no that girl was, synthetics synthetics no, I know thank you yeah we've moved beyond that we, we're all into human now Lord. <laughs> anyway, I'm about to go make some YouTube content, but <laughs> if you like this episode, make sure you rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell a friend. Yes. Or your mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, Nim. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and make sure you guys catch the two new episodes coming up of the Challenge Untold History next week. It starts at 8 p.m. on MTV. And we'll see you back here next week for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Oh, we love you guys. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.